Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the May 16th through 20th General Hospital Recap. I didn't look at the Hulu headlines. I just kind of made up my own for the week in no particular order. Okay. Do you like to hear them? Sure. Because they actually only had small ones this week. So, oh, we'll see. We'll compare them. Um, oh, I guess I'll kind of start in the beginning. Super easy. With Monday? Chase is hot. <laughs> That's <laughs> not going to be is, a Hulu that headline. That is. It has to be a Hulu headline or sparks fly between Chase and Brooklyn, but just Chase is hot is a good Amanda description. Monday's Hulu headline was Stella tells Curtis the truth. No, no I'm over that. <laughs> um, and then. I guess these are just like mini ones for the week because I didn't go by day, day by day, day by day. Oh my gosh, can't talk. Uh, Esme getting closer to Spence's daddy for the day that she was all like over him. They're so going to hook up. I don't want that to happen. What was their description for that day? Was that Thursday? For Okay. Nina has an uncomfortable encounter was Thursday. Wasn't that Friday? Because I put Bobby serves Nina a drink. Wasn't that Friday? Oh, the uncomfortable encounter. They're going to be talking about that guy. That guy didn't count. Okay. We'll I get have into no that idea. Okay. Earlier. That's what they're going to be saying, but that doesn't even count. Uh, Violet is smarter than everyone because <laughs> of all of the Elizabeth stuff. And then what day was that? Um, that was like Wednesday, Thursday, maybe. All right. So Wednesday was Sunny and Brando reconnect. Eh, I'll give them that, but the, I don't feel like that was the highlight. And then here comes another hospital without HIPAA because that's how they're going to discover, uh, Marshall's issues. Was that Friday? That was Friday. Tensions rise at the Savoy. No, I don't like theirs. Well, that's true. That's Bobby serving her a drink. Was the tension rising? Yeah, but. And then Tuesday was Leo reminds Chase about his promise. That was cute. Cute. I felt like Leo was more Monday still though. And why did we not get to see Avery dance? We'll start there. We'll start on Monday. We'll start on Monday. It's a good place to start. Yes. (laughs) I don't know how the days of the week go. And we still don't know. The answer as to was Scout, although now it's a painting. Did it sound like a like she made a painting or something of a border collie? Some yeah. Sam said something about a border collie. Oh, by the way, Kelly Monaco's house burned yes. because 
somebody flicked a cigarette onto a vacant lot beside her house and it spread to her house. She is okay. House, not so much. Don't flick cigarettes out your windows. Yeah. There's ashtrays. Have a pop can. Put it out in your pop can. Right. Yeah. It just said, so Scout has a painting on display because she very clearly said something about a border collie. Right. Scout and a border collie the week before, but then we didn't see the painting. Nope. Don't know. No, they have like signs up that said elementary school fair or whatever. All we saw was Leo. The other kids could have had a painting at least. You wouldn't even have to see the kid. Just do, uh, oh, let's look at all the paintings from Scout's classroom. Yeah. Yeah, I was disappointed with that. Leo did a great job and it was awesome that Chase was there. But mm. So the poem was The Only Me by Pat Mora. And Leo's birthday was May 2nd. So happy belated birthday, Leo. We're having your party two months, two weeks later. And instead of James. I was I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. No, who wasn't James' that birthday, birthday was May 21st. <laughs> yeah, Maxie would possibly be invited. Her so and- Leo and Monica should be having a joint birthday because Leo's birthday is May 2nd. Monica's May 4th. They should be having a joint birthday. But Maxie should have at least been at the elementary fair because she's BFFs with Sam. So obviously she'd want to come and see the painting. And then and they if Georgie's in town now, why isn't Georgie participating also? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why doesn't Georgie go to school? She's definitely old enough. Yes. Maybe Spinelli. She's older. Her. Hold it. She's older than the rest of them. Mm-hmm. Because she'll be 10. But she'd still be in elementary school. Yeah. But unless this was like a, all the kids seem to be about the same age. So maybe it was like a second grade. It said, was it the entire school? It said elementary school. It did not okay. say second grade. Okay. But either way, I still feel like Maxie would have taken her kids to go see other kids put on a production. Yeah. They just, I don't know. I don't know. I know they can't always have the kids, but I feel like there should have been more dialogue there about. And why wasn't Violet there too? Right. Why was Because they just had that play date with Leo and Violet. So, of course, Violet would go. Yes. And Violet's obviously on set. So. Huh. So many questions. Mm -hmm. Are we going to get Lila's kids this summer? We don't know. Don't know. But Chase would have left his car to be there for Leo. I love how they filmed it because. So, when my daughter started at her school. They always did a gym show. So like I found this very interesting because they always called it the gym show, but it wound up being just like musical numbers and like acrobatics or um, just a variety of different things. And then it actually turned into the creative arts show. Once the teacher who created the gym show retired it or moved on to a different role, her replacement changed the name to the creative arts show. And it's so the very first year my daughter had just joined the school and had to wear those, the noise canceling headphones mm-hmm. during the Star Spangled Banner and was really not having it being there. And then Facebook has been reminding me that it would have happened this week. Oh, okay. So over the past couple days I've been watching. And so for years we were actually not even allowed to take pictures or anything like that Aww. because HIPAA. Yeah. Because of the type of school she goes to, there's those regulations. Then it was, you could take a picture of your kid against this wall, <laughs> you know, and then it progressed to, I don't know how they did it. I don't know what changed, but they were allowed to finally, like I was able to take video of her and everything. And then oh. the last one she did, she sang a solo, but it was just interesting to watch that progression. But I remember, I was like thinking, I wonder if she looked at the audience the same way that Leo looked and that they gave that. I feel like it would have not been authentic for him to just get up there and say the poem with yes. no problem. Right. Like he needed to focus in on Chase and just to be able to 
have that singled out, I guess. Mm-hmm. And holy, holy, okay, Ava's missing Avery's performance. Right. This whole thing. Right. The way they made it sound. It's not like she was working at the gallery and couldn't get away because that's, right. that's a normal parent thing. Mm-hmm. That, guess what? We are not always available to be able to do things in the middle of the day if we work, guys. Yeah. But being a working parent's hard. She was just uh, having some lunch with Trina. Yeah. Instead. Yeah. Right. Which makes Sonny's comment, he was there to surprise Avery even more ridiculous because neither of her parents were going to show up. Right. <sighs> they both. Yeah. I don't know. Ridiculous. It was interesting. I just don't understand how they don't think through these things. Let's just have it all go together. But Leah did a great job. Yes, he did. And I like that Sunny sent Willow flowers. Mm Mm-hmm. But then I don't like how she had to defend herself. No. She seemed scared. Mm -hmm. I wasn't a fan of that. No. Like trying to just diffuse the whole situation. It's okay, Michael. I was just thinking the fact that she felt the need that she had to. And then he was like, no, that's not okay. No, that is a kind thing to do. He recognized that she was hurting. You shouldn't let your dislike for someone take away from who you are. Right. So Sunny would normally send flowers as a condolence and Willow would normally thank someone for sending her flowers to send condolences. Right. And that's just how it is. And Michael saying anything else is just dumb. Yes. I really hope they don't try to make him super controlling any more than he already is because Willow does not deserve that. No, but he's exactly like Sonny and he's not seeing that. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, and then Chase and Ned singing together. <gasps> oh. So Josh Swickard's mom's a vocal coach. Oh, wow. And his dad's a pastor. Oh, that's awesome. I do all kinds of crazy research. Mm -hmm. I was like, I need to know because he only did that one nurse's ball. No, he did two. Did he do two? I don't know. But I want to know if it was actually him singing. Mm -hmm. And it just said that his uh, mom is a vocal coach. That's awesome. And the way that they had Brooklyn reacting to it was just perfect. Yes. That was exactly what my face would look like if my dad. and He was singing her song Mm -hmm. back to her. Yeah. Although it kind of depends on when she wrote it. Well, obviously, like she wrote who it, she wrote it for a while ago. Yeah, if what's his name has rights to it. Yeah. So who did she write it for? Oh, speaking of Brooklyn, as I was doing research, remember I said on the Deception four one one last week that I looked at the music. Mm-hmm. So there's actually like a music of General Hospital page. Mm-hmm. The girl who played Brooklyn before Adrian. Oh man, I want to say Adrian Long, and I feel like that's r- wrong. I did not mean to rhyme. <laughs> Leon. Adrienne Leone. Okay. She wrote some of the songs that Brooklyn sang. Oh, nice. Yeah. I had no idea. So that's going to get out into the 411 lists. But we'll continue with part two of Deception this week. (laughs) But yeah, what was up with Link showing up to a kid's birthday party? Does he just follow her around in case somebody should happen to sing a song? Exactly. Like if she hums while shopping, is he going to be like, I have the rights to that? Yeah. Quit humming. Right. No. They should have found some other way. To incorporate him into that storyline. That he would have walked through or something. Not that he was just stalking her. Yeah. I like that she punched him, though. Instead of having Chase do it, she was like, nope, I can defend myself. Boom. Not mm. that hitting's the answer. No. <laughs> but somebody like that. But you would also, want to it could have hurt Chase going back to the force. Mm. So, And sometimes you're just so angry yourself. You don't need a man to defend you. I got this. She can definitely hold her own. I don't understand how they wouldn't have gone through who has the rights to the songs when they dissolved the contract before, though. Like, wasn't Ned involved in all of that? Or Valentine, wasn't that who got her out? 
I forget. Somebody, somebody in power that had a good attorney. I feel like they wouldn't have just left yeah. half of the contract sitting there like, oh, yeah, we didn't think to talk about her songs. I don't remember. I just don't know where they're going with this. Like, how many times are we going to have the same fight? Yeah. And why is he back? Yeah. Like, actually give him a real storyline outside of this or just let it go? Yeah. All it did was interrupt them going off to talk about their feelings. Yes. Which Olivia talked to Brooklyn about and Dante talked to Chase about. Yes. I like Brooklyn and Olivia's relationship. Um, all right. After Chase and Brooklyn. Oh, I have Esme didn't even pack with that hissy fit that she was leaving because of Ava and causing issues. I think that they should have done it the other way, though, where he actually like tried to carry her bag up for her and it fell, fell open. And it was and like empty. The box. Yeah. And him be like, what is all this? Where are these pills coming from? What's going on? And found her out instead of she didn't even pack. It's just gross. It's gross. And I feel like Nicholas keeps saying over and over and over again how much he loves Ava and wants to be with her. Mm-hmm. I understand they're having an issue over Esme and Spencer, but I don't see him turning to someone else. And I thought that he had told Ava that he was aware of Esme's mm-hmm. plans. Right. And wasn't going to be, I didn't feel that this week. I didn't no, he feel totally like, played into I didn't it. feel like he was playing her or playing in her game. Right. I felt like he was actually falling for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is yucky. So yucky. But Ava goes to Spencer and says that he, she will, he will give her, she will give him 10,000 a week of his trust fund as an allowance. Like that was nothing. She was like, I guess I could do 10,000. I mean, that'd be nice. Can I be a guest of mine? Right. I won't live in your house if you give me 10,000. I know. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But did not see Spencer confiding in Sam. Yeah. Very glad. I, I liked that. I liked that he was like, as a Cassidine and she's like, no, you don't want to be playing my Cassidine roles. She's like, don't. I appreciate what you're trying to do here with, but we're family. But she's like, Mm-mm. calling me a Cassidine is an insult, not, yeah. uh, oh, we're family. Yeah. Please don't use that word. But I like that he's confiding in her mm-hmm. and that she understood. She was like, yeah. wait, so you lied to this person, this person, and this person yes. all because you're trying to unravel what Esme is doing. Okay. You might be a good Cassidine too. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's a good Cassidine in training. You know, it's oh, everybody has a bad side. Not that bad. <laughs> he is. Most people on fire. don't have that bad of a side. I think. I think most people don't. I, I don't think know. most people just don't. That also gets me in trouble thinking the best of everyone. I was so. going to say, I just don't think that people tap into that bad side all the way because that would be bad. <laughs> you shouldn't do that. True. I don't know where to go from there. Mm, yeah, I just have the same things. Oh, then it went to Sasha and making the excuses for her drug use and saying that it would only hurt Brando to find out. But I'm so glad that she confided everything honestly to Gladys. Yes. And that Gladys is like, no, we have to talk to Brando because of his past with addiction. I totally had forgotten about. Mm-hmm. No, Gladys, Gladys might have got the gold star this week because she said like all this stuff that Sasha was trying to put out there like, no, it wasn't this. It wasn't that. She's like, oh, it is. Why would he be trading pills if you weren't taking them? Are these prescribed by a doctor? Right. How did this get started? Like, right. She was trying not to. She was trying to give her the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. She was trying not to just flat out call her a drug addict, but then was like, nope, we're not going to take these anymore. It's not that easy to quit, but we'll find the right path. Yes. So good job being a good mother-in-law. She's being a great support. I don't and think she, she needed to go so far as to move in with him. Move in with them, though. 
I was kind of surprised at that announcement. It'll be interesting. Sunny and uh, Brando looked shocked too after they just had their car bonding moment. They're like, "Hi, ladies. Oh, what? Yeah, <laughs> I felt like that was just filler. That whole scene. Mm-hmm. I appreciate the car. I appreciate the car being there. I appreciated looking at the car. <laughs> Did not care much about the other stuff that was going and on. I thought it was nice they were trying to have a bonding moment because I feel like family is going to be the stuff that brings Sonny back from all his ridiculousness with Nina. But it just didn't really make any sense. Again, Sonny has said before that he knew stuff about cars and for it to be something as simple as the spark plugs and be like, Oh yeah, I didn't think about that. Well, And it where it's an older car, it would have made more sense if it was a newer car right? that he didn't know. Right. Things about it because you'd have to plug it into the computer. You can't just feel around. And right. See but older cars, if you are a car person and it seems like Sonny has right. had that past, I don't want to say they, they were, I mean, I know a few mechanics who have had to shut down, because they're like, they can't afford the equipment to keep up with all mm-hmm. the electronic stuff in cars. But you give them an old car. Oh, yeah. And they can they in can a, work it. In a heartbeat. So, yeah. I just feel like spark, I don't know much about cars, but I feel like spark plugs is the easiest place to start. So that would have been the first thing I would have said. Is there gas in it? And do we need to change the spark plug? Well, but that's actually how my husband started working on cars was because one of my old cars, it, it you would think that. And it wasn't an old car. It was a 2000 eight it was during the time when it was during like one of the layoff times because we went through three layoffs in three years it was a great time but he changed a couple of the spark plugs but then found out that to get to the other ones he actually had to remove the engine oh Mm -hmm. and it was going to cost 600 just in labor to do that yikes so he figured it out and we have a good friend who's a mechanic and so he's actually helped him learn different things youtube is a wealth of he's found like a couple really good mechanics to follow mm-hmm. one guy's named scotty i don't know much else about him other than scotty and he knew dodges and that's the thing my car was a dodge and our neighbor or not our neighbor he's our old neighbor is the guy who's the mechanic he'll look at stuff and he'll be like okay here's what you do or he'll say no seriously i need to do this for you because and so we trust him because right he tells him no i think you can handle this yeah or and he'll let him call him up and just oh that's awesome you know bounce some ideas off him very nice. YouTube is a lifesaver. All of my home improvements come from YouTube. But yes, you can learn a lot from YouTube. And you can watch a lot of old GH on YouTube. That's right. But yeah, that was just awkward. I thought I thought it was awkward. I don't know if it was just like... I mean, I feel like you're right. It was just filler to try to reestablish the family connection. Very, very odd. Although speaking of family connection, Ned tells Valentine he will always favor... So you were 100% right that Valentine is approaching Ned mm-hmm. to partner up with this whole merger or whatever. I think Ned's going to go for it. Yeah. I think that he's but at least... they insulted him right. with his position. They're like, you can do this. There might be other people that are doing the same thing just because you don't have the other side of experience. And Ned's like, right. okay, so give me the whole role of something I do know. And they're like, like you know, no. being CEO of ELQ, which he is known for... A long couple decades. Yeah. And then since like, before mm-hmm. Michael was born, exactly. Ned knew how to run ELQ. Right. He's kind of earned it a little bit more than just, here you go. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I definitely see Ned teaming up with Valentine and being like, what can we do here? And if you feel that confident that this is the right business move, why wouldn't you want your mom to invest? Mm-hmm. 
That was, you know, if, if you are so sure that this is the right thing for both companies, yes, you should not be warning your mom. It might not be a good idea. I don't know. I don't know. And, and what's Carly, the name of the new company going to be? Carly has Drew enough said. money. <laughs> right. <laughs> Drew said this would be good. <laughs> Carly has enough of her own money. That's exactly what she said. That she can invest. And he's like, I don't want you, if this was like dad's money, sure, you could lose it. Who cares? But I don't want you to lose your money. She, she's doing okay. She can yeah. stand to lose. She can, she can do it. I'm sure she's smart enough not to invest her whole life savings. She could help you out. I did like her this week with, I don't need anything from Sunny unless it involves the girls. I'm good. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, she's like, I just want to be done. So what do we think is going to be wrong with her? Because, you know, that's how they're going to bring them back together. What do you mean? Her testing that she's having done. She's having the DNA tested from Willow and Nina. Oh, I thought that's she was the doing te- her own testing, No, that's too. the testing that she was waiting uh, for. Okay, yep. I Bobby doesn't that know that that's the testing that she's waiting for. She just knows that she was doing something. Got it. That went right yeah, over. Yeah, it was the DNA. Right over my head. Or am I wrong? And I missed that Carly was having something personally done. I don't think so. I think it was the DNA testing because she went to the nurse and asked, when is that going to be done? That would make sense. And then that's when Bobby walked up on her and she's like, what are you having done? That would make sense. Okay. No, I thought they were going to make her have some crazy disease that she needed to lean on him for to get better. No, I'm okay if they just keep them apart. I I mean, fourth time was not the charm. Mm Mm-hmm. I still want him with Nina. And I did think it was funny that he thought he was entitled to know what she was talking about because he went over. Are you sick? We need to talk. Blah, blah, blah. And she was like, no. I, okay. I actually liked that because he overheard that she was having testing done and he's like, are you okay? And she said, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. But to keep pushing it was not. But like, I liked that he was like, okay, are you okay? Like, I actually care. Again, there's the, you if we were out in public and I heard one of your friends talking about, oh, they had to have these tests done and they're waiting on results, I would say, oh, is everything okay? Because that's the polite thing to do. But when they say, oh, yeah, everything's fine or like shut you down because they don't want to get into it, you say, oh, okay. And yeah. He thought he was entitled to more information because he's her ex-husband and he's not. But like you talked about with that guy approaching Nina at the Savoy, the mafia homewrecker. I feel like there was a different way to say that. Yeah. And that's not what would have come out in the paper already. No. It's an installment piece. Right. So the first installment. If they're going in order. Exactly. They're talking about when she stole Avery from Ava or something like that. They're not talking about that relationship. Yep. It just was weird. I I, I don't like that that's the confrontation that they're talking about. Right. Because. It was really was, Bobby. Yeah. I loved it. It's, She's like, if I were younger, I'd throw a pitcher of margaritas on you. But what? I've grown older and wiser. So it was just a martini. Yes. I loved it. I I loved Epiphany. Who was it? It was Epiphany. Portia. Portia. And and Aunt Stella. Yes. All going to the Savoy for the night out. And I love that Portia's like, yeah, Curtis isn't here, but we're still going to go have some fun. But they're talking to Nina and nobody asked about the article. Right. Nobody even asked. It gave a glimmer of no one looked at her sideways, mm. nothing. And she's like, now, ladies, before you bring up the article, quit making it about you. Exactly. And Epiphany just goes, oh, okay, bye. Right. Like she just turned around and was like, yeah, I'm not talking to you about this. Mm-mm. If you really want our opinion, you're not going to like it because we all love Carly. So, yep. okay. But yeah, why would you bring it up? You just made the whole situation awkward for no reason. Yep. I don't get it. 
I did like their ladies night though. Mm -hmm. And I love that Portia calls Jordan commissioner like 99% of the time. (laughs) She's being very respectful. I'm not entirely sure. I don't know why she does it because it's not even situational because Jordan was at the Savoy and Portia went to talk to her. And instead of saying, hi, Jordan, it was commissioner. I think but then she- later on it was Jordan. So it's not like she was there in a professional capacity. And it's not like Jordan ever returns the courtesy and says, Dr. Robinson. I think it's just supposed to show that she doesn't know how to address her because of their situation. Okay. It's like whenever you see a teacher outside of school. Oh, yeah. And you're like, Mrs. And they're like, oh, no, call me, whatever their name is. And you're like, mm, yeah, Mrs. Because <laughs> I just can't, can't get that distinction out of my head. So I feel like that just plays into we're kind of family, but we're not family. We're on the same side, but we're not. So sometimes it's Jordan. Sometimes it's commissioner. All right. So as they're having their lunch, I thought it was very nice that Aunt Stella did not say anything negative about Marshall to Epiphany whenever she was talking about how much he encouraged her to go on to become a doctor and all of that. And then she mentioned that they were in Brooklyn looking for him right now. Yeah. And that's where my comment of here's another hospital with no HIPAA comes in. It's normal for the doctor to ask, do you know about meds? Do you have any medical background, like medical back information, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But you know, somehow they're going to do a blood draw and this is going to come and it's up gonna come- and they're going to be like, oh yeah, you didn't tell us he was on meds for bipolar schizophrenia. But the thing is, yes, that medication is used for that, but it's not only used for that. Mm-hmm. And there is nothing wrong with the medication that he was taking. Right. So I don't know. If you need medication for whatever you need it for, prescribed yes. by a doctor, you take the medication. Right. There should not be judgment. If a doctor said you need it, then... Take it and need it. And that's fine. The fact that it's going to come out now that way is just going to frustrate me. And I mean, TJ being a doctor himself, what is he going to say? Okay. Right. You have a problem and you're taking meds for it. That doesn't explain why you've avoided us all these years. You have it under control. Right. Come back to Port Charles and we can be one big happy family. Yay. I don't know. I hope they wrap it up that neatly because I'm so over it. TJ and Marshall getting robbed over a knife fight over a clarinet. Mm-hmm. First of all, that mouthpiece is pretty darn sharp. <laughs> they should have put it together and used it as a bayonet. There you go. A clarinet's a bayonet. Yes. That would have been great. They, and the register, would you wouldn't even be able to pull it back out without getting some things on it. And then the reed would splinter. Mm-hmm. Guess who played clarinet from fourth grade to twelfth grade? <laughs> By the way, Molly forgot to pick up the mouthpiece. She said she picked up what she could. Yeah, but she picked up three of the four pieces. She like, picked up come what on. she could. She can buy a she new one. The mouthpiece. No, okay. mouthpieces are like. I really started to think about this, and I'm like, I remember when I actually bought my first clarinet versus the one that I had been renting for years and years. Even though you don't necessarily bite the mouthpiece, it it molds to your mouth. Like after you play it every single day for years, it fits your mouth. The mouthpiece is probably the most important part to have been saved. I'm sorry that Molly didn't wasn't know being that. left in the body of the assailant. I uh, went dark on this. Wow! One. <laughs> wow! Okay. I'm just going to lighten it up by saying, and if he's been playing the clarinet for years and years and years, his reed would have been very thick. There would have been a lot of splintering. 
someone is a lot going of shrapnel murdered <laughs> with a clarinet now thanks to you i don't know where it is oh gosh please don't <laughs> I was listening to this Please great podcast. Clarinet it wasn't a murder podcast, but it did tell me the proper way to murder someone with a clarinet. I've never done it. I don't know if it's the proper way. If you think about it, you're going to be leaving a lot of fingerprints mm-hmm. because yeah, there's a lot of that. DNA there because you've like spit all in that. Yeah, thing. so it might not be the best yeah. instrument. I'm going to advise I'm thinking it. as a weapon of self-defense Yes, that he should have said, yes, you know what? Here you go. Here you go. Let me show you there is nothing in this clarinet. I will put it together for you. Right. And then have used it as a self-defense weapon. Not That would have been way more interesting than, ah, he got cut by a knife and now he's not waking up and he, blah, blah, blah. Like, and right. he fell back, but he didn't fall that hard. I felt like we were really playing up his injuries. Yes. Although Curtis effortlessly oh. kicking that guy in the head. Yeah. He was just like, it, it looked like he just kind of like flipped a fly with his foot. Mm-hmm. It was that. Yep. He did a good job. Maxie should have been there to see that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but did Marshall have something to do with Curtis's mom passing away? Cause the way that Stella was talking, it seemed kind of ominous. Like I didn't think, I don't know. That was, that was kind of where I was left with. I thought the ominousness came from the fact that she is dead. So they can't go back and ask her questions. Yeah. It was just kind of your mother knew what she knew, why she decided to keep the secrets or not keep the secrets was all in you know, her mind. And you can't really ask her about it because now she's gone. Yeah. They're not going to make it that Marshall had an episode and killed her. I really hope I not. hope not because that gives... Yes, it can happen in incidents really of mental health <sighs> yeah. concerns. It is not the norm. The norm. No. Mm-mm. Most people. And that storyline really wouldn't make sense because he didn't, the mom didn't die and then he left. He left and then the mom died years later. Yes. Okay, cool. Not happening. So perfect. There'd be no reason that he came back and killed her. Okay, I like that. Boom. <laughs> We took it from someplace very dark to everything's okay now. But speaking of, when did I talk about the sleepwalking killing? Do you remember tell, I told you about that? Because the guy who was the husband yes. was is Deacon from Nashville. Mm-hmm. And I talked about it. How long ago? I don't know how long ago. So but- again, hi, writer who is listening. <laughs> Seriously, please just email us. Pure54podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Because that is what Liz is doing. Yep. And do you know who I actually think it is that's doing this whole thing? It's little Liz. Little Liz's childhood trauma that she has not dealt with. Yes. Is mad at adult Liz for not handling it. Because when she first cut off the dad and the daughter, Mm -hmm. it was Finn and Violet. Right. But did she see herself and her dad? And then she decapitated her dad in the picture. Yeah. And left herself because dad left her. Mm-hmm. Poor Cam, though. Can this kid? <laughs> can he, please? <laughs> he's like, mom, mom, she's just off zoned out. I mean, he's handling, he's had a sex tape released without his consent. Mm-hmm. His girlfriend is not being very nice to him right now. He's mm-hmm. holding Spencer's secret. He is trying to be a good big brother. He's managing Kelly's. And now he had to walk in on his mom in a hypnotic, catatonic state whatever right she wasn't there drug induced 
Because they're going to blame it all on the sleeping. But but that's the thing is that's where the sleepwalker killer came from. The sleepwalker killing came from because it was a medication Mm -hmm. that he was having adverse. Those drugs are scary. But again, if your doctor prescribes it, yep, you should try it. But that is one med I would not want to be on because that mm -mm, just too much to not remember. My mother-in-law was on one and she used to like get up and bake all night long. And then she'd wake up and be like, where did this pie come from? And she'd have cuts on her hands from like opening the cans and stuff. And she'd have no idea. Oh, wow. Yeah. So luckily there was only one time that she drove anywhere, but still I'm like, Oh my goodness. That's scary. scary. Yeah. Like she went to the store probably in her nightgown to buy the baking supplies. And nobody thought anything in the middle of the night that that was okay. She lives by herself. So she got up and left and. No, I mean, at the store, oh, no one questioned the not. fact that this older woman drove to the store in the middle of the night to in buy her nightgown to buy... Probably not. I mean, how often do they pay attention to you? I've shopped many times at 3 a.m. No one's questioning why I'm shopping at In your time. nightgown? Not in my nightgown. Exactly. But... Anyway, yeah, that is a med that I wouldn't want to try, so... But I still love that Violet was the one that was like, hey, do you guys recognize who was there for everything? It was Anne Elizabeth. Right. But I really did like... Laura, Kevin, and Finn. I mean, obviously, Kevin is going to go- do a good job at this because, you know, that's his job. I would hope so. <laughs> and Finn's a doctor. But Laura has been in... I think that Laura's going to be able to relate to Liz about this because Laura has had her own... It, she's been in catatonic states before. Right. I, I, I just... I don't know. I thought that they did a good job of trying to get through to her. Like, listen, we are just trying to help you, mm-hmm. but without being overly... Right. We're just trying to help you. You know, I don't know. But I just feel like it would make sense because we've been talking about Liz. Liz has been talking about her parents so much lately. Right. And now suddenly we're doing this. And on top of it, it's Franco and all this. It's probably just. And it started right around the time that Aiden said he was talking to them, right? Wasn't it Jake's talking to them? I'm sorry. The Jake's talking to them. Yeah. So that would all make sense. Yep. Okay. There you go. You and Violet are so smart. Yay! I'm as smart as a second or fifth grader. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? Yeah. Was the show? Yeah. Yes. I don't think she's in fifth grade yet. She's though. not in fifth grade. The the actress. Actress. Oh my gosh! I totally blanked there. Just turned eight. Yeah. Happy birthday, Jofiel. I only know that because I teased Madeline and was like, "Why aren't you an actress? Go make me some money." <laughs> and she laughed at me. Well, um, she doesn't do it all on her own. Her parents helped her. I know. So I know. <laughs> She doesn't take herself to auditions. <laughs> no, you don't think she just drives herself there in her little Barbie no. four wheel. Nope. Yeah. So the only other thing I have left, cause we already talked about Bobby throwing the drink at Nina was Portia remembering Jordan saying something about Trina. Yeah. Needing to know who her dad was. I'm not saying I don't want it to come out, but that was a weird timing. All of yeah. a sudden it just hits me. Oh, did you ever tell her that thing? No, I was unconscious almost. And needed some oxygen and all that other stuff. I'm not Portia really did a about really it. good job of yeah. recovering from that though. Well, I mean, she's been hiding this secret for 19 years. I'm sure she knows how to talk around it. But the thing that Trina or Portia and Taggart were talking about was there's a title nine report. Oh yes. 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 I forgot to take notes on that. I don't know. I mean, it's good that whatever the school decides, can't play into the trial but vice versa if she's found not guilty that doesn't mean that the school has to drop it which is crazy that's not okay because right. if she's found not guilty but then you're going to take away her education yeah because because someone she has started a, phone, a rumor because she's phone <laughs> right someone started a rumor and she has cell phones 
Okay. Yeah. I, mm, mm -mm. I think that that I understand the school protecting their students. Mm -hmm. However, we are also in summer. My son has been home since the beginning of the month. And the fact that the summer break. Right. And the fact that the victims who also attend the same school said, we know that she's not the one that did it. We are fully behind her has to make it come that out. That should yeah. play some, in my opinion. That should hold more weight than anything, I would I would think. Like, they know her. She, they're saying no. Yes. They have no doubt that it was someone else. So one thing that I found during my research for Deception Part 2 that we're going to be talking about is that Taggart's mom's name was Florence. Oh. He and Cyrus have something in common. They do. Other than Jordan. Yeah. They can they can bond over not, having a mom named not, Florence. I'm not sure that's a bonding moment other than, yeah, my mom has the same name. It's not a common name. It is so. not a common name. The only other thing I had was Felicia and Anna having lunch and Felicia calling Valentina out on ghosting her. Yes. And she's like, yeah, so here's the deal. That's not okay. Mm-hmm. And you will have to answer to me. Right. And I thought that was sweet. Yes, that was sweet. Do you think he's going to tell them that he was he's the French captain? No. Because he said that he'd be able to help. I don't think he's telling them. I don't know. I think he has some hidden reasons for why he did all of it. And he's not going to give that up yet. Oh, and Gregory being back, it's been almost a year. He hasn't been on. Well, okay. He was on last month for like a minute. But now he's back again. I was annoyed with him when she gave him that picture and he held it upside down and was like, oh, what is it? It's obviously a family. Right. Her drawings are amazing. You could tell that. And they did the same exact thing that they did with Scout with the headphones. Yes. I do love that. And she was so cute. Be but why are along. her and Scout not friends? I don't know. Because then that could also get Finn and Sam back together because Michael Easton and Kelly Monaco are great together. I don't think they're going to do that for I you. don't think they're going to either. But, <laughs> but that would be good. At least show them at Lila's kids or something. But I'm sure a lot more is coming. Now that we're into summer and the high school kids are finishing up. You know, the whole summer will be about this Trina storyline. We're not going to get these answers anytime soon. And I'm pretty sure that Violet had the hiccups. Yes. Yes. I agree with you. It was so cute. That was adorable. She just rolled right through it like a pro. Yep. Oh, speaking of a pro, we forgot to announce this at the beginning. Um, Little Mr. Easton Rocket Sweeta is in a movie. Oh. Yeah. It was a Soap Hub article. Let me find the name of it. It's a Greg Kinnear comedy. And I think... um. It's on his Instagram page. They announced it finally. It says, oh, I don't know how to pronounce her name. It's Isla Fisher. Yeah. Okay. Isla. Isla. Isla Fisher and Greg Kinnear to top the, to top family comedy, the present from how to be singer, Helmer Christian Ditter. I don't know what that means. Oh, he created, he's the director of how to be single, but it has nothing to do with the, but basically the movie is going to be that a brilliant boy discovers he can manipulate time using an enchanted family heirloom, then teaming up with his siblings to go back on the eve of their parents' separation in hopes of changing the outcome. And Easton is the lead. That's awesome. Congratulations. Very, very excited to see that. That's so awesome. Don't start crying. It just hit me. I didn't think about it before. <laughs> okay. You all know why I'm happy. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, so I think that's really, I guess it was kind of a uneventful week. It was uneventful. 
Oh, Nakia has a signature martini recipe and it's blue, but we don't know what it is. We'll have to ask her. Get it in our book. Yep. All right. So I guess that's it. Do, do, do. Reality check. Got a good reality check? I do actually. Ooh. My daughter, I took my daughter to her first concert on Wednesday. We saw AJR and they put on a great show. I forgot that I actually knew more of their music than I realized. And it was just really, really good. And we had... So they sold the tickets, I guess, based on the basketball seating arrangement. So when we got to our seats, the usher comes over and he's like, here's blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And there's like a group of people. And we're like, okay, why are we being called out or whatever? Right. And they said, so here's the deal. They sold them to tickets that weren't tickets. Uh, They sold them to seats that were not actually going to be seats. Okay. And so the event center said, okay, well, we can give you two seats here. And they're like, but we bought tickets with our friends and we want to be with our friends. And so they said, okay, well, there's two people scheduled to be in these seats. Mm -hmm. We'll talk to them. And so when we got over, they're like, here's the deal. Like we bought our tickets together as friends. We're willing to switch you tickets. They were closer to the stage. (gasps) Yay. And we were very, very close to the stage. And actually they ended the show with Jack, I guess has OCD. And throughout the show, you would see like this do not push button show up on the screen behind him. And he talked about it. And he talked about how he has to work through his mental health and about how it's okay to just ask for help and all of that. And so like, I loved that. Okay. We should not have talked about Easton right before I talked about this. (laughs) Because I'm just sitting there with my daughter. Well, we weren't sitting. We were standing. Um, I just really like that they used their voice and that they came out for their encore. And that was part of their, like, that was the focus of it mm-hmm. was it's okay to talk about things. It's okay to need help. It's okay to, you know, go to therapy to figure it out. Like, it's okay to do that. And so that just, that made me really, really happy. Then she and I did a women's retreat for my church overnight, Friday into Saturday. And she had seen it obviously being advertised at the church. And she was like, well, I'm a woman now. I'm 18. Can I go? And I think that she had never gone on any of the high school retreats, but my son had gone on some with our old church Uh when like a middle school and high school. And so I was, I wasn't trying to discourage her, but I was like, it will be fun, but it's not going to be the kind of fun that you would have had in middle school and high school. Mm -hmm. And so I explained to her like what we do at the retreats. And she's like, okay. I said, there's going to be a speaker. She's okay with sitting still and stuff, but she does get bored easily. Right. She's like, okay. And she did great. She had a great time. She listened a lot, engaged a little bit, but overall it was great. And all the women in the church were just very much like, oh, so glad to see you here. You know, they all talked to her. She was definitely the youngest one there, but she did great. That's awesome. So yeah. And our pool's open. (laughs) Yay. So yay. All right. What about you? Uh, It was a kid. Kid-centered week. Madeline had to sign up for cheer yesterday, and tickets went on sale for her recital in two weeks and whatever. And then um, Friday night was the ROTC banquet. Oh, nice. And it was back to the old way where they had the nasty grog that if you did something wrong, you had to drink out of it. So Megan was yelling at me the entire night. Make sure that your elbows are off the table. Make sure that you're sitting up because if you break any rules, then they make you go drink this nasty stuff. This year it had mustard, ketchup, pickle juice, Mountain Dew, cornflakes, and ranch dressing, I think. That is it. I'm sorry. I'm going to be sick just, <laughs> just listening thinking, to that. Yes, just watching them drink it. I was like, oh, but luckily Megan, no one did anything wrong. So Megan oh. didn't have to drink it. And she was very happy to 
not have to do it. But she got a bunch of awards and, and this is the class that she really shines in. So I was happy to see her recognized for her accomplishments. Um, cool. I missed you. It was weird to be there for Megan instead of Emily because when Emily was in it, you were in it, your, your son was in it. Yeah. It was weird to be there for Emily and not have all of my friends there. Right. Because, because all when, of our kids graduated. <laughs> yes. When, when Emily went through it, all of my friends' kids were the same age. And so they, like, it was an event yeah. for me too. Right. This time it was weird because Megan did introduce me. I sat with one of her friends' moms, but it was still the first time meeting them. Not like whenever right. everyone we else were established. Would go and we're like, this is the cool kid table. Well, we were also so, the Girl Scout moms. And yes. then it was. <laughs> so, yep. It was, again, very enjoyable. Happy for Megan. She got. The awards that she earned and she supported her friends. Like her friends are big into it also. So awesome. It was very nice. But yeah, kid centered week. Nothing exciting for me. Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> That's it. We're so boring. But yeah. So join us on Thursday as we talk about part two of Deception. Have a good week. And we'll meet with the peer. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to peer54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Peer54Podcast. Also, we are not perfect. So if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.